OJ Smoothie Cafe. turns out that actual knowledge is now politically incorrect. Sad but true. Here we are at Paleo J's Smoothie Cafe. I remember back in the 1960s, yes, I am old enough, 68, to remember those days well when to be liberal, a college student say wearing flowers and patched jeans meant that protests were about, in those days, free speech. While no hippie, I recognized the intellectual honesty and freedom of that notion of freedom of speech, and I concurred completely. They talked about the Vietnam War at the time, which Lyndon Johnson had escalated greatly and which was politically unwinnable. The leftist hippies were right. Get us out of Vietnam. Equal rights for minorities was another cause of the left and also for very many on the right. Those on the right were the same ones, Republicans, that had freed the slaves, the northerners. They just wanted total equality or justice for all total equality the democrats wanted them free so they could buy their votes johnson famously did this by starting his great society which just means welfare and so for this reason and this reason alone blacks started voting for democrats which were the very party of the ku klux klan and the party of the South carpetbaggers that pushed segregation and Jim Crow for so many years. And so it started. The leftist Democrats moved further and further leftwards until they started to call for banning free speech, since to tell the truth was now called hate speech. And equality for all now started to mean equality of outcome, which simply meant that everyone should have equal money and possessions, irregardless of ability, IQ, or work ethic. And in 1965, Democrat Ted Kennedy introduced the Hart-Celler Act, which reversed the immigration standards of the U.S., which had been in place since 1920, to keep our country predominantly white European, as had been envisioned from the start, by our founding fathers. Once again, this was not done out of a sense of justice. No, not at all. It was signed by President Johnson with the intent, once again, to buy votes. This time, by importing low-IQ, non-European people of low skills who would be dependent on the government dole and so would once again vote overwhelmingly Democrat to ensure the endless flow of welfare benefits. And so, 
gradually, the Democrats have simply become socialists slash communists, since, despite their protests, the terms are largely synonymous. Lenin himself used them interchangeably, although Hitler, who was a bit more to the right since he didn't want to completely nationalize all industries, always pointed out the slight difference. He was proud of it. Despite what you might have learned or not been taught about history, Hitler was a monster, certainly. But Lenin and his protege, Stalin, were far worse in sheer number of murders. Fast forward to today, and the left, the Democrats in the U.S., and their like parties in Western Europe are all about banning free speech. If it doesn't follow the politically correct party line, and importing as many low IQ voters as possible to ensure staying in power and also to follow the leftist communist agenda to destroy national cohesiveness. It's not hard to see where all of this has led. Our large city public schools are pretty much destroyed, inundated with low IQ diversity and endless violence which is never punished, never held in check. The big cities themselves are now bastions of corruption and graft. Whites have been forced, for the safety of their children, to leave the cities their forebears built for them. And Democrats run virtually every large city. They do. Very, very badly. But they are in charge, which is all they have ever really cared about. The real problem with all of this, worldwide now, is that civilization itself is white, western civilization. From the Greeks to Europe, and even from Mesopotamia and the Sumerians, and actually even to the ancient pharaohs of Egypt, and arguably early China, they were started by Western Europeans, each and every one. Any modern so-called civilized country nowadays is based almost entirely on concepts, modes of conduct, and living, pioneered by ancient Indo-Europeans or Aryans in the less politically correct, but they're identical terms. Our ancestors called themselves Aryans. Take us out of the picture, and civilization, as it was built by our ancestors, simply falls apart. Even the clothing of all modern lands is aped Western clothing, style and all. It's copied. In fact, we invented cloth and clothing. And so, since the goal of the globalists nowadays is definitely our replacement unless we wake up and stop it, and soon it will be the end of civilization. Not a civilization. Civilization. That's what Western civilization is. Even 40 years ago, Chicago, Illinois, where I was born, was quite a safe city. Now it is a small proportion of whites and very dangerous. 
Same with Baltimore, New York, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and so on. Pretty much every large city. None of this is even arguable, and yet one can get in lots of trouble even mentioning these truths. And free speech is absolutely essential to Western civilization, or, as I said before, civilization. From the ancient agora or town center to now, free speech is part and parcel of our civilized way of life. You've probably read my advice before, get out of big cities. Go beyond the suburbs. Go to small cities and towns that are like where your great-grandparents grew up. Ideally, a re- in a red state. But many states are split half and half, unfortunately. Live like an ancestral person, recognizing that your own tribe, your paleo-ethnicity, is the only place where you can truly realize your true, vital self. We are built that way. Diversity is not a strength. It is a nightmare that only breeds conflict. Go back, young man. Back to the 1950s. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eyes on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, and to take him His promise and to know thus saith the Lord. I sing because I'm happy, I sing because I'm free, for his eyes are. 